The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and guests and in no way represent the state of Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Historical Society, or the Oklahoma State Historic Preservation Office. After a lifetime of ADD-induced hyperfocusing, I have decided to share the things that fascinate me. I'm Jack, and welcome to Musings of an ADD Mind. Hey, Jack here. In the episode, I mentioned that the Kaiser Family Foundation released a statistic for June and July of 2021 where they believe that COVID-19 has cost the U.S. economy $2.5 billion. Since I recorded the episode, they have come out with uh, an amended stat to that adding August, and they now believe that that number is over $5 billion. And at the same time, the CDC has released numbers for children that have got COVID-19, and they believe that that number has skyrocketed by 240%. They believe it's because school has started, which would make perfect sense. So just wanted to update a little bit. COVID-19 is one of those things that you're probably never going to be accurate on unless you do it day of and listen to it day of. But I also want to apologize. There's a couple of points where my microphone is a little got a little echoey when I was recording and I'm, I wasn't able to fix it. So anyway, um, thank you. Uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. I'll talk to you later. Welcome to the Musings of an ADD Mind podcast. This is your host, Jack, and I have the ADD Mind. Joining me today is my lovely wife, Heather. And Hello. Yes, we're <laughs> going to, we are going to discuss the current state of the United States and COVID-19 and our lack of understanding of people and things and politicizing viruses. Yes, it's a very light-hearted subject today. Yes. <laughs> it hasn't had any effect on the country at all. Not at all. So, yeah, just going to have fun with it, right? Yeah, just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, just a few sort of stats to start off. From February 2020 to February 2021, COVID-19 killed more Americans than every military conflict minus World War II and the Civil War. And that was in one year. You know, that's, what, 240 <laughs> years or whatever of, mm. you know, um, America. Really longer, because it's from the 1776. So, yeah, I guess 240 years, but whatever. From then to now, minus World War II and the Civil War, every other conflict that we've been in, it killed more it's in one year. Insane. And in the United States, as of August 6th was the last stats that they had. There In the United States, there had been 40 million cases, and that was, to that point, 648,000, uh, you know, 100,000 deaths. So that's quite a few people. Uh, worldwide, there have been 219 million cases with 4.55 million deaths. <laughs> Last year, during the peak of COVID, we were losing a 911 worth of people a day from COVID-19. That was over 3,000 people oh my God. a day. That's also like the equivalent of like, like five 747s crashing. Wrap day. your head around that. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, the, the American public would, if five 747s were crashing every day, the American right. public would not take uh, that. Like, no. You know, we... Oh, no, that'd be a big freaking deal. Yeah, we went to, you know, basically a 20-year war over um, year. 911. That's an argument for a different day. I'm well, not saying no. that was wrong or not doing the 20 war. I'm just stating the fact. The fact is on 9 No, you're talking numbers. Yeah, we're that talking happened, numbers. and then we were, in Afghan yeah, we were in Afghanistan for 20 years after that happened. That is just the facts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was, and we were losing that many people per day, and yet there's, I don't know, a good, I don't know, 40% of the population that is just acting like that is nothing, and numbers are being inflated. <laughs> you know, hospitals were lying about it. It's not really as serious as they say it is, or it doesn't exist. It's yeah. it's a hoax. Yeah, I can't. There are still people who think that. 
that are in that ICU actually think it's a hoax. COVID dying from it, thinking yeah. that it's still a hoax. That the doctors Ew. are lying to them. Because science isn't real. What the? F- well, I mean, you know, movie studios can't keep the plot, the plot. Of movies secret. Yeah. You really think that a conspiracy that would involve millions <laughs> of healthcare providers could no, be No, we'll keep secret? that hush hush. Yeah, people and, would talk. And that it's global. Well, yeah. I mean, so somehow, <laughs> you know, I mean, th- th- think of the logic in that. There is no logic in that. Yeah. That doesn't, that's not how it works. And, you know, it's just. We're human. We don't keep that shit to ourselves. Yeah, I'm sorry. And, you know, the people that said that this was like done to get Trump out of office. Right. You, you need to think, hey, well, part of their plan then was <laughs> that he would mishandle it. And that yeah, and voters hello. would be mad and he would get voted out because he mishandled it. So what does that it. say? Because if he handled it in a way that the voters thought was correct, then it wouldn't uh-huh. sway voters, right? So if he did a great job, it wouldn't sway voters to vote against him. Right. So their plan yes. was basically the, the plan of the people to get <laughs> that, him out hinged upon Donald Trump doing it wrong. Being, so the people yeah. saying that it was a plan are basically saying that Donald Trump handled it yep. wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know. exactly. Where's the logic in that? Yeah. Again, it didn't didn't work. And the numbers, that's crazy. That's so like in one year. I know. Well, what was that one that you had told me that was just in the last two months? Well, I'll get to um the effect on the economy. Oh yeah, okay. A little bit down. But um as we're recording this, it's uh Sunday, September twelfth and last Thursday, um uh, President Biden put some mandates in effect that a lot of people are not happy about. In mm-hmm. a, a few of the mandates that he's put in, is he's directing the Labor Department to require all employees with more than 100 workers to require them to either have a vaccine or be tested regularly. And by regularly, I believe it's like, like every once week. A week or something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, it's a it's a pretty crazy amount of time. But you know, from a well, but they're not making you get vaccinated, so. Mm. It's sort of a safety thing, you know. Yeah. If you work construction, they make you wear steel-toed boots. Right? True. Because they don't want to have to pay the workers' comp of you breaking your toes or cutting your toe off. I mean. Wearing inappropriate footwear. Yes. Yes. And so from a, and, you know, if you have 100 employees and 20 of them are in the hospital for COVID, your insurance premiums are going to go up. A shit ton for the following year and mm-hmm. so you know from a business standpoint you want your people to be vaccinated especially when numbers show that vaccinated people aren't being hospitalized in the numbers like yes 98 less than the people yes. that are in the hospital oh no i mean it's a drastic difference yeah and um last month he signed an order that requires nursing homes that receive medicare or medicaid to start having their uh, employees all vaccinated, which mm-hmm. that would, I guess, be all nursing homes because I believe they all accept that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and then he also has required that the 300,000 educators that work in Head Start programs have to be vaccinated. And he's calling on governors to require mm-hmm. school teachers and staff to be vaccinated as a mandate. However, yeah. there are going to be, I don't know, a good 15 or 20 states where that that isn't going to happen. Right. And the military has enacted mandates of COVID-19, but that's not surprising. They mandate every vaccine. <laughs> They're very vaccine happy right. in the military, which once again makes sense. You can't be deployed yeah. if you're, you know, in ICU because you got COVID. Yeah. Talk about uh, not having freedom. And he um, also enacted the Defense Production Act, which put certain laws and regulation in play that businesses Mm -hmm. have to do certain things. And so that is going to be used to accelerate the production of the rapid test so you can get the same. Oh, okay. And it's going to provide 25 million free tests to U.S. health clinics. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple others. I believe um, you're going to have to show proof of vaccination or like be tested before, like immediately before Mm -hmm. you can fly. Mm-hmm. Or uh, travel on Amtrak, as in like rapid tests, like right yeah. then and there, kind yeah. of a thing. Okay. Or take a Amtrak train, or even um, you know, like a Greyhound bus. Mm-hmm. 
I understand that there are things about freedom and people are talking about you can't mandate vaccines. Well, one, states already mandate vaccines, right? They just haven't mm-hmm. mandated this one yet. This particular one, right. right. But other vaccines are already mandated. And trying yep. to leave it to people to do the the thing, the right thing to <laughs> stop right. this virus from, you know, spreading and getting people sick and killing people just isn't happening. Uh, no. And so something has to be done because, you know, <laughs> the very people that are mad about wearing masks and vaccines are the very people that refuse to do either, thus keeping it perpetually going. Oh, I know. And, you know... I don't like wearing a mask when I go to the grocery store. Heather will tell you, when when we leave the grocery store, we go to check out, and I look like I was in a sauna. <laughs> you're, like, you're like when a woman gets home from work and takes that bra off. Yeah, I am. <laughs> my shirt is drenched. My forehead is you know, drenched. I have to take a sweat rag with me and wipe off my Oh, my, my God. Dude, you're being gross. Because I just get sweaty as we're walking through there i'm not being gross that's what happens because i'm i'm overweight so breathing through a mask sucks but you know what sucks more being on a ventilator that's what sucks more i would rather be uncomfortable grocery shopping than be uncomfortable with a ventilator and then potentially dying and well yeah Um, or giving it to somebody else who could die or there, there there are a few people that like me being alive you know, is what's happening though is because the people. Excuse me. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Do I need to go do the Heimlich? <laughs> no. Um, but you know, the very people that are doing that, not getting you know vaccine and wearing masks, are the reason why it's still spreading. Thus creating, exactly. thus creating you know variants. But the people that have been vaccinated, because you can still. The virus still gets in you. You still breathe it in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't prevent you from breathing it in or doing whatever, but then you get a breakthrough case. And that's exactly what has happened to our youngest daughter, Emily. She's mm-hmm. currently dealing with the Delta variant of COVID, and she has a breakthrough case. She was vaccinated. Emily's severely asthmatic. And she was the one that I was worried about the most. Yeah. And, I mean, and I mean, even her doctor, I'm just putting this out there that, you know, a year ago when everything had was getting full swing, you know, uh, her doctor had said, you know, that the likelihood of her surviving was really small. I mean, you know, he said like 25%. And that scared the crap out of me. And so just knowing, I mean, it's proof, right? Right now we're living it that the vaccine works and yes she got a breakthrough yeah. i mean she still got it yes but she's living and she's not in the emergency room she's not in you know admitted she's not on a vent right. um and you know i mean it's she's not okay but she's going to be okay yeah she had uh, mutants <clears throat> coming out of her tear ducts yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a side effect or a, right. a thing, but that's what's been happening. Yeah. And then I just hope that, it, you know, it's not any long-term effects. And that's, it just pisses me off because I'm the par- parent that, you know, and you are too, that, you know, if other people had gotten their shit together and actually just did the right thing and, you know, were human and being just a decent person and not, you know, politicizing it, you know, we could have quote-unquote, flatten the damn curve a long time ago. But now it's here to stay because people are so damn stubborn and and just dumb. It's dumb. I know. Yeah, no, and, you know, Emily's obviously in that younger, you know, people that they were saying at first wasn't going to get it. Now younger people are contracting. Mm -hmm. Well, it's Mm -hmm. not that they weren't contracting it before. I think it's that their bodies were better able to fight it off. And the Delta variant has changed Um, because a virus doesn't care what your age is, but yeah, it somehow magically knows how old you are. Right. But your (laughs) body, that one always got to me. (laughs) Your your body is able to fight things off better at, you know, certain ages. It's, Which it's, is typical of youth anyway, just with yeah. anything, is that they, you know, still get things or whatever. They're just able to fight it off and get through it quicker and not as severely, you know, as it, it affects others. That's all. Right. And that 
That's like one of my things that ticks me <clears throat> off about the shingles vaccine is insurance won't pay for it until you're oh, I know until you're fifty. 50. And it's like shingles doesn't know that but I'm not fifty. It, like it's gonna hover and just wait. Oh, almost there. Yeah. I don't I've known people that have had shingles. That like sucks. I don't want that. Uh, well I know. I mean my cousin's uh, son, he was only thirty yeah. or twenty nine when he had it. It was brutal. My oh, mom had it. Yeah, and it's it hard. But anyway, but yeah. Anyway, the virus doesn't know doesn't how care. old you are, <laughs> and but now, whereas before, younger people weren't, you know, getting severely ill from it. They are, and now yeah. they're also having long-term system uh, systems problems with symptoms. It. Yeah, yeah problems. so they're having That's... you know brain fog, coughing, chronic fatigue. I mean, I saw a thing on Hair ESPN loss. with a uh, somebody that she was like. An Olympic hopeful, so that's like an amazing in shape person. Well, and, yeah, and your body's at its finest. <laughs> and she caught it, and she can't walk without a walker now, and she can only uh, go about fifteen feet, and then she has to sit down and rest because her lungs just can't. Oh my do gosh! I mean, when I'm talking Olympic hopeful, she was like a marathon runner, so she. And has we don't know, you know, lungs. if if that person is going to be slowly recoup and, and end up being okay or is that going to be forever right and that's fucked up <laughs> yes and it could have been prevented damn it if people just anyway i'm gonna be broken record that shit but it just makes me mad yes you know because because our kid could have not gotten it could have been okay and she's lives in a perpetual state of you know paranoia because she's always afraid getting it. Right. And the, the American Heart Association has come out and it said that um, 20 to 30% of hosp hospitalized COVID-19 uh, patients are going to have long-term heart issues. And right. Issues. Like it's literally scarring the heart. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I am not okay with that. And, yeah. and, and it's, you know, kids, teenagers or young adults. You know, we're talking the rest of their life. Right. It's not just affecting, you know, 80-year-olds or whatever. You know, I mean, my mom had it, and she was 73 at the time, and that was January. Um, and it took her until, like, May to be able to walk, you know, any kind of distance without losing her breath. And, you know, my mom has, oh, well, all of us have super thick hair, and she's lost, like, a lot of hair. And, you know, and still, there's still little lingering things. And she still can't taste very well. <laughs> yeah, it, it affected how she tastes. And, I mean, so, <laughs> how is that not, oh, but that's, but it's, you know, about getting Donald Trump out. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, the other thing that people have talked about is that it was just, like, a bad flu or just the mm. flu. But mm -hmm. um, in the 2019-2020 flu season, there was only an estimated 22,000 people that died in the U.S. from the flu. So, mm -hmm. and in the past 20 years, the largest number of people that died from the flu was like 67,000 people. Mm -hmm. So let's just take that number and just round it up to 70,000, right? So that number I gave earlier... Of right. 650,000 yeah. deaths. Well, when you subtract 70 from that, you know, that's still 500 mm. and what, 70? Oh, gosh, I'm mathing. N not well. <laughs> but that's still, um, you know, over 500,000 people that died from that. You can't fake that kind of numbers from, from the flu and say that it was, you know, COVID that was dying. And plus in the U.S., right. there are statistics on how many people die on average per year. And, you know what that average is. I don't know what that number is. Let's just say it's 10 million Americans die every year. Mm -hmm. Well, last year it was 10 million Americans plus another, <clears throat> you know, 600,000 people. So right. the number didn't just jump by 600,000 people because they're faking it. Mm. People are actually deceased from this. And it's a serious thing. It's not. You know, just the flu. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll admit, though, in the in the beginning, which we've discussed, you know, in the beginning of all of this, like, say, last March, um, I thought it was kind of, 
you know, just more of a bad flu type of a situation. And, um, you know, because just to fill everyone else in, that was at a time where um, our Scottish group, we were having to d make a decision on um, canceling or, or postponing our festival, which was normally in April. And, and at that time, I was like, well, I mean, you know, it's just like a bad flu, da da da. And you were like, no, there's more to it than that. So instead of just arguing with you and sticking to my guns and being like, I'm right, um, I didn't know enough about it. And I'll admit that, you know. And so the first thing I do, what I do, I researched it, I dug in, I found out a lot more, mm -hmm. and then discovered that, oh shit. There's like way more to this, and I'm wrong. It, it's not just a, a bad flu. Yeah. And you know, instead of sticking to my guns and just sticking with my initial, my first, you know, opinion, I found out more. And then, well, sure enough, we had to postpone. But you know, it's just like I don't understand the not wanting to educate yourself, not wanting to find out more, and you know, learn more. Right. And I, why wouldn't you? So, yeah. And like Heather's mom was a mask wearer, but you know, it doesn't matter if you touch something mm -hmm. that has it on it and you rub your eye or something, you are, you know, you. And that's probably what happened. She probably touched, you know, her eye or whatever. And but, it just. Yeah. But she was careful. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just everything's not conspiracy to get mm -hmm. free take away people's freedoms. And <laughs> you know, there are people that are like, Well, we never wore a mask with the flu. Well in Asian countries they do. But maybe, maybe that was something that we needed to do. Maybe because, you know, maybe we should have been wearing a mask mm -hmm. during the flu season. Maybe there were a lot of people that died unnecessarily from the flu mm -hmm. because we weren't wearing masks and Mm -hmm. The flu also sucks, and are you, the likelihood of you dying from it is probably fairly slim. But maybe a lot of people unnecessarily died if we, as a country, wore a mask during flu season. Well, and look at what our last flu season was, or right. lack thereof. Actually, the doctor said that you know we've hardly even had a flu season this past time. Well, hmm, what were we doing different? Yeah, we were wearing masks. And even though there are those that say, well, that's just because they called everything COVID. Well, it's no. not that much. It, the number can't be inflated that much. That's just, that is, that is a Truth. conspiracy at a scale that is insane and astronomical. <laughs> but to get back to um, <laughs> what we were talking about earlier when you were saying the hit on the economy. Mm -hmm. So this, these are some numbers that I got. Fortunately, People that are better at research work at a place like CNN, and I was able to get that from CNN. And they got this from the Peterson Center on Healthcare and the Kaiser Family Foundation, that the cost to the U.S. healthcare system from COVID-19 in just June and July of 2021 was $2.3 billion. Oh, my God. And of those, um, 37,000 were preventable hospitalizations and that 76,000 people just in the month of July were from unvaccinated adults. And that was 98% of the people. Two months. Yeah. And um, the reason is that hit is obviously when somebody's in the hospital, generally speaking, it doesn't just affect that person's job. Mm. It affects their wife's job or husband's job and children's job. And, you know, all told, it can be it, yeah. you know, four or five people that it affects their job because you're going to possibly be with that person in the hospital. <laughs> or the other person, the whole family then gets sick. Mm. And so it affects that. Right, and, right. You know, so, so it affects the business that way. And then the business isn't as productive mm -hmm. because X person isn't there. And, you know, as we saw last year, like um, there was a meatpacking plant in Oklahoma that at one point, like a quarter of the people that worked there at a time were out because of COVID and they weren't just out for a little bit. They were out for like a month at a time. And that, you know, obviously contributes to a lack of meat being butchered and processed, well, yeah. which makes mm -hmm. the cost of meat higher at the grocery store. 
It affects everything. It's affecting the economy, yeah. There's mm-hmm. this like explosion of scale that everything gets messed up on when you're in the hospital. And it seems like it's a mm-hmm. personal choice, but being sick aside and getting other people sick, your yeah. effect to the economy is really, really big. And you can't say that you want the economy to open back up, but you <laughs> want people being sick and missing work is a huge blow to the economy when you're talking about the numbers of people that miss because it's not like it's spread out mm. when, when it hits a an establishment where people work generally speaking it's not just one or two people that are missing because of the flu you know all of a sudden you have 50 employees and 20 of them at once are missing work mm-hmm. and that's where the effect comes from it's because of scale well and then we have this whole mindset of um you know, people, okay, okay, we locked down, we stayed home, we did this, we did that, we wore masks, and I'm tired of it, and I'm just ready to go back to quote-unquote normal. And so yeah. people just, it's like, just because you are ready to do that, I mean, we're all ready to do that, but just because you're, you've decided in your mind that you're ready to go back to whatever normal is doesn't mean that you can just do it. It's like... Yeah, it doesn't change the fact that it's still out there, and your your lack of being you know responsible is like uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It just <laughs> it's just frustrating because you know just because you're tired of it doesn't mean you can just jump back in. Right, and then you have people that are in like a leadership position, exactly, like oh pastors my God. and stuff that are saying things that. You know, strangely, is going to get their congregation sick. Like, listen to, uh, to this oh my dude, gosh, yeah, Pastor Greg Locke from um, Tennessee. It. I am going to warn you. It is kind of loud at first, but here goes. Don't believe this Delta variant nonsense. Stop <laughs> it! Stop it! I know right wing watch watching. I don't care if they go through round two and you start showing up all these masks and all this nonsense. I'll ask you to leave. I will ask you to leave. I am not playing these Democrat games up in this church. If you want a social distance, go to First Baptist Church, but don't come to this one. I'm done with it. I said I'm done with it. I ain't playing these stupid games. But So dumb. Yeah, but the virus isn't done doing its thing, Pastor. <laughs> and why would you want your congregation to be sick especially when you depend on tithes so it seems to me that you would want your congregation to be healthy well because he's in with it yeah and <laughs> anyway anyway well here's I know another what guy i'm reading i know what i'm Listen seeing there is a mass death campaign underway right now what people they can they can write any article they want to write about me they they can do everything they can to deplatform me I'm going to survive a global genocide. I am not going to be vaccinated. Mm, I join you. I'm going to be one of the survivors. I'm going to survive the genocide. I am not going to allow the uh, COVID maniacs uh, to convince me to be vaccinated or vaccinate me against my will. The only good thing that will come out of this is a lot of stupid people will be killed off. That's very And I'm saying stupid because they're not using their brain, their God-given brain, to make a decision for their own good. The the irony on that is funny. One, well, first of all, let me say, there is that odd break in the middle. That's because the guy that was with him um, spoke, but it wasn't relative to what uh, Pastor Rick Wiles was saying. Rick Wiles is a pastor, and then he also has an internet news channel called True News. And that was from True News, and the other host was talking. And I'm just not good enough at editing to do a a clean edit. So I wasn't quote mining. Um, That was just the other guy speaking. But the irony of a pastor who's like actually saying that it is a good thing of people dying. Yeah, that's not exactly biblical. Yeah, that doesn't seem very Jesus-y to me. <laughs> You're right. And um, the funny thing is, is that Pastor Wiles got COVID mm-hmm. in May, as did his wife and the senior staff of his church. And he was hospitalized. And people that 
sort of listened to his show and, you know, had all these clips of him talking about how it was a plot and evil and not real and this <laughs> cult of death and everything. Um, Get rid of stupid people. So on the True News <laughs> Facebook page and his Facebook page, people started mocking him. And I'm not yeah. saying that that's a good idea. I, I don't want anyone to get sick. I really don't. But when you do that, you can't be surprised when mm -hmm. people start mocking you. And that's what happened. People started mocking him online. And so his church put out a statement that mocking him online <laughs> was going to bring down the wrath of God on you. <laughs> yeah. So but, he, but he's, he was the one that was saying. people to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And so this is a statement that he made when he got out of the hospital. He recovered, thankfully. If he his voice does sound a little more weary yeah. after this, I have a feeling he has a hard time keeping his breath. Um, and this was like his first show after he came back. This clip here. There is a medical mafia in this country. Uh, I'm suggesting the CCP agents in America struck at me because I am <laughs> calling for Fauci to be arrested and interrogated. So, first of all, um, one, that is CCP. an incredible amount of narcissism. The CCP is the Chinese Communist Party. To feel that you're that important, that the Chinese Communist Party is going to give you coronavirus to shut you up because of you are saying Dr. Fauci should be interrogated and arrested. Like they even know who the hell he is. Number like one. Like they give a crap. But number two, if they wanted to kill him, they would yeah. use other means. And that means would probably be a bullet, not coronavirus. Not coronavirus. There's a, you know, you, yeah, he may <sighs> be really sick, but he probably also might live. Several, you know, bullets through the, between the eyeballs, that tends to not occur. <laughs> And, and I'm not meaning that to be like crappy or, you know, shitty or anything. And mm. once again, I don't want that to happen to anybody, but that is the more guaranteed way. And so to have this opinion of yourself that you are so important that, you know, when 99.8% of Americans have never even heard of you, to think that you're on the right. radar of the Chinese Communist Party and that you need to be silenced is just, it's silly. <laughs> number one, in an incredible level of, of narcissism on top of, although I guess if you're that narcissistic, it would explain why you're that good at gaslighting. <laughs> you know, people were talking about everything. But I do have this one last clip of Pastor Wiles. And so I'm going to go ahead and play. To me, I mean this with all my heart. If the China Communist Party is not stopped... Most Americans may be dead in the next five years. <laughs> a systematic genocidal plan to exterminate the American population <sighs> over the next five years through a variety of biological weapons and vaccines. Yeah, that. Okay. And vaccines. Vaccines, generally speaking, keep us alive occasionally a vaccine does result in someone dying i'm not someone will have an adverse right. effect to it and it does happen but the last time i checked we don't have polio because of vaccines we don't have smallpox, smallpox because of vaccines yeah. when you travel to certain third world countries you are required to get a vaccine for like malaria and yellow fever so you don't catch it and to act like there's this plan via vaccines and biological weapons to kill uh -huh. America is sort of silly, especially when you consider that, once again, it's like he's discounting that COVID has been on every <laughs> place on Earth except for Antarctica. Right. And that's because Antarctica is super controlled. And then the next place where it hasn't been is where, well, it's been, but not as bad as the rest of the world is New Zealand. And New well, Zealand doesn't fuck around. They take it serious. Someone gets it, they like lock down like a 10 exactly. radius around it. And well, and, North Korea says they don't get it, but you can't really believe uh, the regime. <laughs> but I mean, who are the ones? I mean, there's the numbers don't lie either. It's like, um, you know, if he's saying that this will kill most Americans in five years, who are the ones who are dying? The ones who are not vaccinated. Right. So. 
Yeah, he doesn't believe that that is who's dying because well, yeah. there, there are actual people that are like Alex Jones is literally stating that ninety eight percent of the people dying have vaccines in our hospital, and which is flat out lie. Yeah, flat out. Yeah, and people like Rick Wiles and Greg Locke, and there's a whole bunch of other sort of people that are doing that. And then, of course, QAnon, all of that stuff is really spreading it. And a lot of people have died unnecessarily Mm -hmm. because of it. And people just take them as truthful. They don't, you know, just take them at their word. And it's like, that's dangerous. Yeah. and That's dangerous. And once again, I I don't want to sound crappy, but maybe if something changed and if you are, you know, your insurance charges you 50% more if you're a smoker than if you're not. Well, why should insurance mm-hmm. have to pay right. for your, your hospital bill if you get hospitalized for COVID-19 any time yeah. after May? Because the or, vaccine is there. The, the statistics and it's and the free. show and it's free. <laughs> so why, why should your insurance have to pay for that? Thus yeah. making the premiums go up of everybody else because that's how insurance works. You know, right. What, what if you? What if? What if your employer didn't have to give you sick leave? Uh huh. When you're gone. So yeah. So hey, all y'all out there, if you're anti, you know, vaccine, and you think that, um, you know, oh, they can't this or that or whatever. So when when you do get COVID, because you will, be sure to not go to the hospital. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely stick to your guns. If you, stick to um, it. Yeah. If you are saying that it's just the flu, no matter how sick you get, nope. stay at home. Quit clogging up hospitals. Yeah. Um, people that have cancer are not able to go into the hospital and get treatment. Heather mm-hmm. have an acquaintance, mm-hmm. and um, she is dealing with cancer, and she was incredibly sick, incredibly sick, and mm-hmm. he had to take her to the ER. And she went in and the triage nurse basically looked at her and said, you need to turn around and leave because everybody in the waiting room has COVID and you will catch it and you will die. Because it was an extremely dangerous place to even be. Yeah. In the whole, (laughs) so quit clogging up hospitals. Right. And um, Yeah, because the ones that are clogging it up are the unvaccinated. And so people that have cancer cannot, or other illnesses too. Other, Yeah. Um, they can't go into the hospital. So if you uh, claim it's the flu, no matter how bad it gets, stay at home. Nope. Yeah. And I, I don't know how many people I've heard that have said, well, if I die, I die. It was just my time. That's what mm. God had for me. Well, you know what? You need to stick to that gun. Mm-hmm. It's funny how, um, you know, once you're sort of confronted with death, <laughs> opinions sort of change on that. It's, uh, sort of yeah. like, it's sort of like the statement of there are no atheists in a foxhole. <laughs> right. I, I don't know if that's true or not, have, having never been in that situation with a group of people that mm-hmm. are atheists. But I'm just saying that it's like that. It's funny how once people are in that situation of dying, all of a sudden they don't want to die. And they realize that they have mm. a life worth living and they don't want their family to miss them. And so but by then. Yeah. So a part of me is really saying that, like, just because Greg Locke is sick of it, I'm sick of it. Because <laughs> this doesn't need to happen, and it's mm. literally happened because people have weaponized and politicized a virus when it shouldn't be weaponized or politicized. Right. We right. should be willing as Americans to care about our fellow Americans enough that <laughs> we're we're willing to be mildly discomforted to to stop this thing. Yeah. And, and the thing of it is, too, it's also a ripple effect because. You know, in triage, well, not triage, you can't help others until you've helped yourself. When a plane is crashing and the oxygen mask comes down, the first thing they tell you is, don't help your kid. Put the mask on you. You first. Then help Mm -hmm. your kid. Yeah. Because you can help others once you know that you're good to go, Mm -hmm. right? Well, Mm -hmm. this vaccine is the same way. We can't help other countries that aren't lucky enough to have the, the great... Everything that we have in the U.S., we're lucky to be born in the U.S. Yeah. We can't help other countries that don't have what we have. And maybe if 
Americans were 98% vaccinated. Mm-hmm. The vaccines that we're producing now, because what's happening is they're going bad because they do have a shelf life and they're getting thrown away. They're thrown away, yeah. So maybe those <laughs> vaccines could go to a place, Africa or Asia or South America or Central they America. They don't have what we have. Even smaller mm-hmm. countries in Europe. And they could go mm-hmm. there. And then you don't have to worry about variants because... You know, we're we're vaccinating the world. But the problem is these vaccines are being weighted around in America to be used and they're getting thrown away. Mm-hmm. But, you know, from the government standpoint, I understand why you don't look at it and be like, well, we're just going to ship these overseas first. Right. And that's how we get rid of it. We could worldwide get rid of it in two years. I have a sneaking suspicion that we could probably vaccinate 95% of the world's population in two years, if you mm-hmm. do that, but you have to start here. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I mean it is that simple, but yeah. yeah, in in some ways, it's like the doctors that I'm going to butcher this. Um, there was a physician in Hungary. His name was Ignaz Semmelweis. And Semmelweis, he, yeah, yeah, he was um, a physician in the 1800s. And what was happening in Europe is women would give birth and then within 24 hours they would get sick and within 48 hours they were dead. And they couldn't figure out what was happening. And Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Simmelweis noticed that what was happening was that doctors were going and studying the cadavers in the morning of these women that had died and then just going upstairs and delivering babies. Straight up, not washing their hands. And I mean... If you're going to be open to having viruses and everything enter in your body, I would imagine that giving birth has to be one of those prime times for that to happen. Very vulnerable, yes. <laughs> and um, So they were delivering the babies. Well, the mm-hmm. virus or what bacteria, whatever it was, was still active on their hands. And so it was just going from mm-hmm. corpse to new mom, from corpse to new mom, from corpse to new mom. And Dr. Simmelweis was saying, maybe if we washed our hands in between... <laughs> And so he started doing that, and he noticed that his patients immediately weren't getting that and dying. And he would wash his hands like in between every birth that he did. And he's <laughs> like, hey, see, this is working. I started washing my hands, and they stopped dying from this. Well, the medical community at the time, which is sort of like the anti-mask, anti-vax people were saying, mm. The medical science doesn't prove that. That is not the medical science. The medical science doesn't prove that. And he's like, no, it does. <laughs> it does. And so um, he was at like a symposium saying this. And they're like, the medical science doesn't say that. And he's like, no, really, it does. And so the other doctors beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I feel like, you know, that's what they're doing to Dr. Fauci right now. He's like, hey, wash your hands. And, you know, you have all these people that are like, no, you need to be arrested and interrogated. I mean, yeah, saying that's going to make the Chinese communist government come after me and give me COVID. But, uh, sorry. Well, and that's, uh, you know, with the whole Fauci thing, you know, um, I don't remember how many presidents you said. You had told me that recently, that he's been, you know, acceptable and, and you know, expert for however many presidents. And then out of, all of a sudden. Yeah, he worked for Reagan, Bush one. <laughs> Clinton, Bush two, Obama, and Trump. And he yeah. was considered an expert in his field by all of them until, well, he was considered by Trump until COVID started, and then he wasn't. Mm. It's a whole other story on that. But anyway, <laughs> he didn't just randomly become incompetent. Um, but yeah, right. he, uh, you know, he's, he's sort of a Dr. Simmelweis right now. And yeah, Thanks for just, taking one for the team, Doctor Simmelweis. <laughs> yeah, I just we just don't have to be going through this right now. It's just mm-hmm. something that we need to go through. And then when you have mm-hmm. uh, governors Abbott and DeSantis that are threatening to pull funding to schools if schools put mask mandates on. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, the the yeah. government knows exactly where you live. They know your bank account. You do all of this stuff. They come to your house for the census. So it's not a, you know, some Nazi plot, some socialist communist plot. It's, and they don't care. Yeah. Well, first <laughs> of all, yeah, I think people have this 
idea of a 1984 type situation where the government right. wants to monitor everything you do in the wealthy right. elite. And the truth of the matter is the wealthy elite that own all of the businesses just want you to spend your money in their freaking business. Right. So if you yes, think Disney was willing to shut down their theme parks and lose billions of dollars just <laughs> to get rid of your freedom, your opinion of yourself is a lot higher than it, it is. Exactly. Disney would much rather have your money <laughs> than your freedoms. Because you right. need to have freedom to go to Disney World. Yes. To go to a Marvel movie, you need to have freedom. <laughs> you know, the yeah, only exactly. Really the only companies that probably would have that would be happy if everybody stayed home would be like Amazon and then I guess maybe if Walmart started delivering Yeah. Stuff like Amazon. But otherwise People are kind of still, strangely enough, dependent on people going there. And they don't mm -hmm. want to shut down the economy to do that. Mm -hmm. They would much rather have your money than your freedom. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's <laughs> that. And once again. So dumb. Yeah. As has sort of been the case, as I've gone through and discussed sort of the last the topics of the last months with everybody, is you're just sort of left with, uh, I don't necessarily understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, I, we're we're better than this as a people. We should be. Well, yeah, I agree, and and we need to put each other, you know, hold each other above, and quit being so damn selfish about everything, and consider how it's affecting others. You know, I'd mentioned that before, as far as like affecting kids and. Um, you know, being out of school and all that kind of stuff too. Just all of it. It's yeah. affecting people and and it didn't have to be like this. No. We need to quit being so damn selfish and actually realize, you know, how what our actions are doing to other people. Yeah. And there you know, and there's plenty of people who like can't get vaccines. And right. and those are the ones that we need to try to protect and, and by all of the rest of us doing it. And it, it, it has a worldwide ripple effect. Not only is mm -hmm. it affecting mm -hmm. the economy of the U.S., but we could, at this point, the U.S. could have already been almost, <laughs> you know, 100% vaccinated. Absolutely. And we could be sending these vaccines to other countries, preventing their being right. of it. Yeah. I mean, if there's one thing that the Loki <laughs> TV show taught us, it's that <laughs> variants are bad. <laughs> right? <laughs> Good so, point. yeah, exactly. And it, it, the ripple effect is bigger than you realize. <laughs> and, and, you know, as, as I've stated, I have the right to carry a baseball bat. I have mm -hmm. that right. I can walk down the street carrying a baseball bat. And as long as I just have that baseball bat slung over my shoulder, just walking, yeah. there's nothing that could be done about it because I could be going to the batting cage. And, you know, this is my favorite bat, and this is what I bat with. I'm going to the batting cage, and nothing can be done. But as soon as I take that bat, if I'm walking by and I'm like, oh, geez, I hate Toyota Corollas. And I take <laughs> my bat and I start smashing your car, your Toyota Corolla, mm -hmm. I do not have that right with my bat. I Correct. don't have the right with my bat to look at you and go, oh, man, that dude has a unibrow, and hit you with my baseball bat. Because my rights end where your rights begin. And it's mm -hmm. the same thing with the virus. You have a right, but you don't have a right to get me sick and possibly kill me. Even if statistically mm -hmm. you believe the odds are low, you still don't have that right. The odds are statistically low that if I'm in a car wreck, I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. But they're still there, and that's why we have to wear seatbelts. Right, right. So, so, yeah, it, it's that same <laughs> thing. And just realize that there's a whole group of people out here and we all have to be in this together. And, you know, I do agree with that whole thing of we all aren't in the same boat. Right. You know, some of us are in rowboats and other of us are in yachts. And I totally <laughs> get that. It's but it's true. still, um, we are all still in the same flood of COVID. Yeah, but it's not, you know, some damn conspiracy theory. It's not, yeah. you know, we're not living in fear like, you know, we had talked about before. It's not about living in fear. It's it's about trying to just live. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> even if 
COVID-19, even if it was a bioweapon created mm. by the Chinese communist government to get Trump out of office, even <laughs> if it was, the only way to stop it is to wear the masks and get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. So you're you're actually helping the Chinese communist right. party. <laughs> you're assisting oh them in their goal and then gaslighting everybody and acting like huh. you're not because you're not doing the things uh -huh. to stop it. <laughs> Very good the point. The vaccine isn't melting your RNA because if it oh were the 166 million Americans that already got it, we would all be starting to die turning into the toxic avenger. Mm-hmm. And none They're of us so are turning down. into the toxic, toxic adventure. None of us are getting superpowers from this. Although I'm convinced if I got superpowers, I wouldn't get something cool like Wolverine <laughs> Cyclops. I would have, like, the ability to put, like, bread between my hands and toast it. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I'd get a lot <laughs> But yeah, you're right. Who wants to be, who wants to be Crouton Man? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. ADD. Anyway. Yeah, right. So... <laughs> what are you, what were you crumbling? Oh, sorry, I got a piece of candy. You can't you can't do that. I realize that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you you just we're gonna have to re record the whole thing now. <laughs> and you know, here Henry was in the room Henry. That was Henry. Old dog. my old boy. My old great boy Henry. Um Higgins was even in the room with you and he'd stayed quiet the whole time. We can't guarantee he'll do that now that we have to re record it. Oh my gosh, would you stop? Anyway, so just like when we discuss, <clears throat> I discuss QAnon and President Trump and President Trump in the evangelical church, I've spent the last hour and some odd minutes discussing this, and I'm leaving with, once again, a sense of <laughs> WTF and befuddlement. Talking it out hasn't helped. Maybe, maybe Steve from Blue's Clues coming in addressing the nation. Aww. <laughs> maybe that will help. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I guess I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Special thanks to my wife for talking to me <laughs> um, for the last time or for this last, last little bit of time. This last little bit of time. <laughs> Normally, when we have conversations, it's more. Her talking and me going, yes. Oh my goodness, whatever. So it was nice to actually be able to get a few words in. Ugh. Brat. And just to remind everybody of what my eldest child said um, in the last episode Heathers are the Karens of the 80s. <laughs> Excuse me? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Screw all y'all. <laughs> with that note, I'm I'm gonna end this show and thanks for listening. It's good talking to you. Yeah, I'll thanks. meet meet you out in the hall. Yep. Thanks for tuning in and remember to live your life in a way that would make Mr. Rogers proud. <laughs> <laughs>